Well, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast, Beginner to Pro. I want to talk about that evolution today and what that looks like, kind of different stages of learning and the things you, you should be focused on or might be focused on or the thing that might keep you from being where you are to where you want to be. My name is Tim Connor. I'm the host of this podcast. I teach golf all day, every day. And this is my little platform to rant about the stuff I get to see, learn, and be a part of. Now, let's dig in and talk about going from beginner to pro. One of the most common questions I get is, hey, Tim, I want to be more consistent. That's an interesting it's an interesting thought. Uh, it's a good thought. Most people want consistency out of their ball flight, but there's certain ingredients that will lead to that consistency. And I think it's very important we understand that if we want to um, move forward with this game and, and eventually play at a high level. As a beginner, here is your priority list, someone who's learning golf. Or maybe you're a new learner, or maybe you are someone who is ready to start from ground zero, which is what I recommend, by the way. If you're if you're at a point at which you've plateaued and you're unhappy with where you're at, start from ground zero uh, because these things are the things that will help you push through your boundaries later, wherever those uh, plateaus may come or arise. So, beginners, we want to focus on a few things. Uh, one, we want to focus on good movement. Good movement in golf simply means that we are going to turn our shoulders about 90 degrees from where we started, our head's gonna stay still, okay, our arms are gonna be relatively straight. When I swing through, I'm gonna have a weight shift that goes towards the target, onto my lead foot, I'm gonna use the ground, I'm gonna push forward, I'm gonna create lateral force with my legs, my lower body, and then I'm going to finish on my front foot, and if you're watching this on YouTube, by the way, I will have some layovers, some layovers uh, over the top so you can see what I'm talking about. But then we want to finish on our front foot, weight forward, body facing the target, balanced, standing tall, and um, yeah, we want to finish in a good balanced finished position. So step one for a beginner, learn to move well. This is invaluable. It will carry with you for the rest of your life and the rest of your career. And if you're playing shitty golf right now, chances are you're not moving the way we would want you to be moving, okay? One nuance to good movement is there shouldn't be a lot of lateral movement. We shouldn't be moving too much laterally, especially in the backswing. We should be turning around a relatively fixed axis, and uh, we should have a very gentle weight shift to our rear foot and then a very strong weight shift to our front foot. So we want to learn good movement. Another thing we want to learn is where to hit the ground. We want to start developing awareness for where to hit the ground, and we also want to be developing hand-eye coordination. All right, this is, things, this is something that many beginners struggle with because they haven't hit a lot of things with a stick. They haven't swung a lot of baseball bats or whatever or hit tennis balls. There's a lot of ways you could develop your hand-eye coordination, but often in golf, most people are going to struggle with this because it's new to them and this swing style is new to them. So hand-eye coordination is a skill that often doesn't get talked about enough. And your simplest way to work on this is get yourself some foot powder spray spray your club face it'll leave a little white little white mask on the face and then when you're hitting you can observe where you're hitting on the club face so we want to develop good movement good hand-eye coordination guess what good movement supports good hand-eye coordination and um and then we want to develop a general awareness for how and where to hit the ground ideally we hit the ground just in front of the ball when the ball is on the ground and if you're hitting off a tee we scrape the top of the tee. 
couple ways you can practice that if you're on grass. You can simply measure where your club is hitting the ground. You can put a ball in, or tee in the ground and practice hitting the top of the tee. And then couple that with some face spray and you're off and rolling. Okay. I really think as a beginner, your first objective is to learn to get the ball airborne consistently and have good movement. Both of those things are integral steps so you can advance. Okay, so let's say you're now past beginner phase. You've learned how to move. You're semi-comfortable with that. You have a ball flight that goes airborne. Okay, let's call this the intermediate phase or maybe the 24 to 12 handicap kind of area. To make that next evolution, we want to start to gain some ownership of our ball flight. We want to have some idea where that golf ball is going. So we want to develop some club face control through the hitting area with the continued awareness of where to hit the ground and how to hit the middle of the club face. That's very important. Most importantly here, you may not hit it perfect, but if you have a little bit of game with your wedges and your putter, you can start to trend into shooting those scores that are in the 90s and the 80s. Okay, a recipe for shooting in the 80s is simply this. Hear me out. Hit a golf ball down there. Smash it somewhere down there. Don't take a penalty stroke. Maybe you hit it 200 yards on a 350-yard par 4. Okay, you have 150 yards left. Slash something up by the green. Doesn't need to be perfect. Okay, now you're up near the green. What do we do from here? We hit it on the green with one chip, and we two-putt. So developing our short game and our putting is an integral evolution for becoming in that kind of intermediate-level golfer because this will allow you to shave strokes even though you may not be hitting it perfectly. Um, I think the long game in golf is really learning to pursue uh, ball striking greatness because that's the thing that will make you, your game carry with you wherever you go, wherever you play, and will sustain the course of time. So the whole meanwhile, we're not abandoning our ball flight by any means, but we're kind of prioritizing where our needs might be to get to our next scoring goal. All right, now, so we're going to work with our wedges. We are going to work with our putter. Uh, a lot of three putts come from poor distance control. So you're going to do things to develop your distance control with your putting. I really like putting to fringes, getting it close to a fringe, or say you're starting 20, 30 feet away and just rolling it up next to the fringe. See how close you can get the golf ball without actually touching the fringe. Uh, that's great awareness and, and uh, muscle memory for learning how to uh, create distance control. Then, um, okay, so we, we're going to develop some putting stuff. We're going to do some wedge stuff. Here's chipping basics 101. Arms are straight, feet are together, weight is forward, and you're just rocking your chest back and forth. So if your chest turns, your arms stay straight, and your weight stays forward, you're going to brush the ground in the same place. And that is um, the beginning of chipping consistency and chipping proficiency. So you want to be able to chip well, well enough that you within 30 yards, you know you can get it on the green. And then from that point, you can go from there. So we want to kind of prioritize chipping and putting to hit that next phase of scoring. And the whole meanwhile, you're going to continue to hone in on your ball striking prowess. Okay. So let's say we want to go from there. We want to go from, say, a 15 down to a 5. This is where we start to need to develop a lot of ownership in our golf game. We need to really have a shot off the tee that we trust. Shots off the tee that get you in trouble are really hurting your scorecard because you're not able to hit at greens and you might just be incurring an extra shot off the tee because you didn't drive it very well. Um, it's very important during this phase that you develop a drive that you can trust, something that you can get out there. This doesn't even mean you need to hit every fairway, but when you miss, you don't miss big. 
Okay. Having and with some distance. I think a lot of people overestimate the distance you need. Uh, more distance is more better, but knowing where that golf ball is going, golf is ultimately a precision sport. So as somebody who might want to be a five handicap, you should be able to hit the ball at least 250 yards, including roll. If you can hit it 275, that's plenty far enough. If you can hit it over 300, that's great. If you can hit it over 325, you're in the top few percent. More is better, but precision is ultimately what's important, and we got to be able to hit them fairways. Once we're hitting fairways, or a, a step from hitting fairways to what's next is hitting greens. Hitting greens is uh, very important. It's really the most important thing when it comes to shooting lower golf scores. So now that you might have developed a shot that you can trust off the tee, we need to be able to have some precision with our next shot. So it's very important that we create ball first contact during this phase. It's really unacceptable to not have ball first contact. So you need to be able to take a divot in front of the golf ball or not necessarily a divot, but hit the grass in front of the golf ball. Very, very important, ball first contact. Assuming your contact is ball first, which it should be, if not, that's something that we're gonna work on, then we really need to learn how to control our dispersion side to side. Mainly a shot that flies relatively high, relatively straight is the one you can play for the long run. That ball could curve to the left or it could curve to the right. There's not a one size fits all answer for, for most golfers. Um, but I would encourage you, whatever your tendency is, if it's curving to the right or curving to the left, is understanding and knowing how to work the ball the other direction and practicing that. It will make you a more well-rounded golfer for the long term. So ideally, we have a shot that flies relatively high, relatively straight, falls to the right or falls to the left, and we can work on hitting as many greens as possible by really starting to understand and know how to control our club face through the hitting area. Okay, this is where golf can get really far down the rabbit hole as far as you're taking the game ultimately wherever you want it to go. You never really win golf. There's always something you can work on or evolve with. And uh, it's very interesting evolution. This is also where course management becomes very important. If you're 24 handicap, likely your course management is not keeping you from shooting 88. Um, but if you're shooting 84 and you want to be shooting 78, likely your course management could be impacting your ability to shoot 78 because you might be taking penalty strokes. You might not be aiming at uh, the center of the greens when you should. And this is where course management really becomes an area of opportunity and how we use our brain to work our way around the golf course. Basic course management says, advance it as far enough, as far as you can, comfortably without incurring extra risk. Don't blow it in the trees. And then from that point, get it on the green. So often that means hitting it to the wider side of the green to hit as many greens as possible so you can shoot the lowest possible scores. I'm not a huge fan of aiming much off the pin if you're if you have a wedge or less in your hands, but on some of those longer approaches, aiming to the middle of the green can be totally acceptable because we want to do what we want to hit greens and regulation. Now let's touch on if you want to go from a five to a pro. Um, this is this is a really interesting conversation. Probably deserves a whole podcast to itself, but mainly there's a couple things that I think are going to separate the fives from the pros, and I want to talk about that today. Um, it, your head needs to be physically strong. You need to be able to stay present and focused on, on golf. You need to be able to perform under pressure. You need to, you need to be able to do a lot of these things that um, some players would crack underneath. Um, your ball striking prowess is very, very important. 
Some players can learn to be like a one, two, three, four, or five with a really good short game, but they kind of get capped out. If you want to go past that, being say a one, two, three, four, five, and you want to be a pro eventually or as good as possible, the long game is ball striking. So we want to really hone in on our ball striking. We want a deep understanding of our golf swing, our club face, and how to get the golf ball where we want it to be. We want to really work on making good decisions. We want to stay humble and work hard. You never want to completely abandon your golf technique. Maybe your technique is good, but you just continue to observe it. Maybe your technique needs some work and you continue to balance your portfolio with having some technique work there. Um, going from five to being really good is, golly, that is a certainly a long, deep conversation. But having a strong mind game, being able to perform under pressure, continuing to get ownership of your ball flight, and being a great driver of the ball is so intangible. I can't even describe to you how well great players drive the ball. And they don't hit every drive perfect, but they know where their miss is going. Knowing where your miss is going is something I should have mentioned earlier. You shouldn't. You need to know where that miss is going to end up because if your miss tends to go right or tends to go left, now you can have course management and make wise decisions. But if you have a two-way miss, it's really hard to be a high-level golfer because you're kind of guessing. So we need to have a one-directional miss, whether it goes right or goes left. Um, I would really encourage if someone wants to go from a five to being a pro, I want them hitting all the shots. I want them learning to hit it high, learning to hit it low, learning to spin their wedges, learning to work the golf ball to the right, learning to work the golf ball to the left, developing a stock shot off the tee that they can learn and trust uh, and hit fairways when they really need to because that's very, very important. Anyway, you guys, I, I know a lot of this stuff was um, we could spend a whole podcast on, but I kind of wanted to gloss over the highlights so you understand what the evolution of a golfer looks like Maybe you can better prioritize where you're spending your time and how you're practicing. Let's wrap it here today. Uh, leave this thing a review. Share it with a friend. Subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. That's a wrap for today. I will catch you back here same time, same place next week.